Hubhopper Originals. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 16 of the unofficial VAR, a Hopper original. I'm your host, Prasad Vatkar, and I'll be going solo today. And I know you've missed us. I know we've uh, been a bit lacking an episode in the midweek. But hey, we're still hungover from the Avengers Endgame. And um, uh, my co-host, Lomo Samuel, will be joining me on Monday for the roundup of the happenings that go about in the weekend but we are through with the first legs of the semi-final the champions league and the europa league and all the four sides are one leg away from a spot in the final but what happened during the course of the week if you've missed it this is the place to be it's been such a fantastic journey for the unofficial var and We'd like to thank everyone at Hub Hopper for taking consistent efforts to make our podcast available on the platform, promoting it so well, and we've got an amazing response. Thank you, guys. Because of you, we are, and we are the unofficial VAR. And let's head straight to what we're going to do on this episode of the unofficial VAR. Let's starting with the UEFA Europa League, and then going on to the Champions League both the matches in the Europa League and the Champions League and then just taking you through what happened in the week as well. Barcelona won another league title, their second consecutive under Ernesto Valverde, Messi lifting his 10th. Sensational, absolutely sensational, isn't it? And um, what a week it has been. Lionel Messi in the... In the focus, he's been there. He scored his 600 career goal, club career goal for Barcelona. First May 2005 was the first goal he ever scored for Barcelona. And first May 2019, that sensational free kick beyond the one of the best keepers in the world today, Allison. And that too from a distance of 25 yards. Sensational. Also, we'll give you a quick preview of the matches coming in the weekend all the possibilities of what can happen in the premier league and bundesliga since these are the two league tight the the two leagues that are yet to be decided once again this is your host and analyst today prasad butkar going about it well just moving on quickly now to the europa league action and the tie of the champions league the sorry the semi-final of the europa league the first tie arsenal versus valencia Arsenal 3-1 victors over the Spanish side. Unai Emery's men finally turning it around in their favour. But it did, It came at a cost of an away goal. And they were the first to concede via a set piece where Arsenal went to bed. And the Kabi put Valencia in front. That looked like it, it would add more misery to the Gunners who were looking out of it for the first 15 minutes. But then Alexander Lacazette grabbed the game by the scruff of his neck and two goals in eight minutes from Alexander Lacazette to turn the tie around and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang scoring that third crucial third goal for um, the side from North London to ensure they take a two-goal lead to the Mastaya next week. And what a crucial goal that could turn out to be. Alexander Lacazette missed his hat-trick though. And it could have been 4-1, 5-1 in favour of the Gunners. But hey, both 
Aubameyang uh, and Lacazette have now been involved in 43 goals for Arsenal this season and 20 assists in them. So, 63 goal contributions from the 113 million striker duo and what a sensational stats that those are, isn't it? And Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang once again reaching 25 goals for this season, five consecutive seasons he's done that now and that's absolutely world-class from a top top striker who's been such a poacher i mean he's had his fair share of misses by the way that could be very um, frustrating as a fan to watch but he's been there he's been there at the right place he's been there at the right time and he's made sure that um, the the arsenal side have gone ahead or actually killed off the tie but that's one foot in the final for arsenal who travel away needed that two goal cushion but uh, their away form is in tatters and Valencia will look to capitalize on that at the Mastaya. Ex-player Skokalan was suspended. Gabriel though put in a shift but then it wasn't enough. And uh, Una Emery will be very pleased with that. So looking forward to the next week. Aaron Ramsey meanwhile missed out on this game. And maybe his time at Arsenal is up because of the hamstring injury that he incurred against Napoli. Sad endings. Guard of Honor awaits at the Emirates this weekend. Moving on to the second tie, where Eintai Frankfurt and Chelsea played out a 1-1 draw, which means that Chelsea have the away goal in their favour. Pedro putting the Blues level at on the stroke of half-time after Frankfurt kind of got into gear and looked to make it 2-0 after they had gone 1-0 ahead courtesy Luka Jovic, who's been their main man. A well-cushioned header past Kepa, Ariza Blaga. And uh, no answer to that. Well, uh, uh, Chelsea have the away goal. And Eden Hazard, mind you, who was rested for this tie, came on in the second uh, 60th minute, by the way. And uh, to be very honest with uh, everyone, uh, it's Sari's men that uh, are holding up the advantage here so what happens in the next week well uh, frankfurt are at stamford bridge we all know what slavia prague did at the stamford bridge so it's quite an open game although that slender away goal gives chelsea something to hold on to and they would be going all guns blazing knowing that it might be eden hazard's final appearance at the stamford bridge you know at stamford bridge he might move to real madrid or say another club in the weekend in the in the transfer market well um, those that's it from the europa league and moving on to the big one then the champions league and just let's turn our attention straight to the camp now where lionel messi was the difference between um, a sensational liverpool performance and them grabbing an away goal and barcelona making it 3-0 i mean until the 74th minute it was 1-0 and it looked like liverpool could maybe get back into the game they were brilliant in the second half, but the only thing that separated them and something was the best player in the world, who then made it 2-0 in the 75th minute and then that sensational free kick in the 82nd minute. Sensational. I mean, there were two instances in two minutes when Lionel Messi scored that free kick from 25 yards out, beating Allison straight head-on and 
Salah missing an open goal from six yards. Um, how am I going to tell my kids and how how are we going to explain our future generations that Lionel Messi scored from there and Mohamed Salah uh, missed from six yards? Well, that's football, isn't it? And that's Lionel Messi for you. Um, Liverpool have to be given credit. I mean, Jurgen Klopp and his side were brilliant. I mean, to go to Catalonia and to go to New Camp where Barcelona make a meal of almost every team that plays there. Um, Liverpool did exceptionally well to go toe-to-toe with the best side in Spain at the moment. And um, um, they were quite in it. The counters were breathtaking. I think they missed Bobby Firmino, who could have made a difference. Uh, Genie Wijnaldum playing in that false nine role. And Nabi Keita's injury kind of also affected uh, their play because... Um, what happens is he's more of an industrious midfielder compared to Jordan Henderson. Nothing against Henderson, but Nabi Keita offers that uh, much-needed transition uh, in the attack and quick releases, quick passes, good spreading of the ball. And um, Fabinho kind of then was exposed alone in the midfield. And uh, that is something to ponder upon for Jurgen Klopp, who loses the midfielder now. Um, but uh, 3-0 to Barcelona all to play for at Anfield. We know that Anfield has been the fortress for two Premier League seasons where they haven't lost, but this is the Champions League and this is uh, a Messi-esque Barcelona who is looking to lift their fifth UCL in as many as 10 years since Guardiola left. So, it's all to play for now. So, what happens then? What happens now? Um, In at Anfield, we will be bringing you straight here on the unofficial VAR. But then let's go to the second Champions League match where Ajax edged Spurs and they were brilliant. They were quite simply brilliant in that game. Um, uh, it was Van de Beek who scored that goal in the 15th minute. And uh, they have been giant killers this season, isn't it? I mean, they've beaten Real Madrid 4-1 at the Bernabeu. They've beaten Juventus 2-1 at Turin. And now taking a one-goal lead back to Netherlands is sensational. And I mean, they did their work. Uh, they did their work in the best way possible. Dominated the first half. Spurs kind of got back into the game in the second half, and it looked like their aerial threat would be rewarded soon. But uh, Ajax kept their nerves and. Uh, that resulted in all th- uh, in a, a away goal for the Dutch side. Well, there's a brilliant analogy I've uh, heard about the Dutch coach. And uh, to be very honest with what I have seen in the past, I mean, uh, Ajax are having a sensational season. And to actually put into words what we are about to see from the future coaches, I mean, um, he had the tactical flexibility as well. He made sure that the free-flowing football was there, but he also made sure that Ajax got the result, and that is something for the Dutch side to look forward to. Well, this that has been what most impressive about Eric Ten Hag, the Dutch coach, that he's more than just Guardiola's uh, Guardiola's more disciple. He's trying to take the best principles of Uego deposition and overlay tactical flexibility to it. I mean, neither Sari or Poch, who both use positional play effectively, have been able to do that. And yesterday, and yesterday, that is Tuesday night, 
when after that weightless half ajax were able to absorb the pressure from spurs comfortably granted tottenham is the best players i mean harry kane and young min son we could have seen probably a different result probably a 1-1 to spurs or a 2-1 to spurs but they're taking nothing away from ajax who just gave up half chances only 0.5 xg and this is what you're going to see from the most successful coaches in future i mean the ability to marry two schools of thought implement a philosophy and be tactically flexible It's brilliant isn't it and that's some of the notes that i was taking down during the game and um uh, i was talking to my friend which uh, resulted in this thought coming to our mind that you have to be uh tactically flexible as well you just can't go there and say hey this is my philosophy i'm going to play and not adjust tactically as per the opponent so um it a commendable job from ix but spurs are still in it it's a one goal lead and we all know what can happen to one goal leads uh in the champions league it's an away goal although spurs have to score two to win it uh, a draw will do for ix but uh, spurs have to then outscore ix by a goal so a sensational champions league and europa league first ties but what happened in spain i mean barcelona wrapping up the la liga title and lionel messi again at the center stage grabbing that winner and ensuring that barcelona yet again triumph and yet again left the spanish league title i mean you can argue the hell you want with champions league but it is the league title that gives you the bragging rights of the country and nothing better than the la liga for the barcelona side uh lionel messi coming off the bench against getafe against levante to uh, sorry pardon me uh, in the 62nd minute and wrapping up the title atletico madrid did their bit but it wasn't enough i mean barcelona have been sensational this season they haven't been the best barcelona side in the decade i mean we all saw what the guardiola side did in 2008 and 9 but this barcelona side has added that pragmatism to their um um uh, tactical uh, thing and now they look a side to reckon with in future i mean a few good investments more and we could see another dominant barcelona side for a few years to come commendable job from valverde lionel messi the savior the man who's be uh, who's actually turning time around he is aging like fine wine also um to take your attentions now to what's going to happen in the premier league um it's the penalty mate weekend we are two weeks away from seeing who wins the premier league Manchester City are in the driver's driver spot they are one point clear of uh, Liverpool on 92 they have Leicester at home and then they go to Brighton away on the final day whereas Liverpool travel to Newcastle away this weekend as a Saturday night game a Sunday morning 12:15 a.m. game for Indian viewers keep your eyes on that Liverpool fans believe let's hope that city can drop points against leicester for city fans you can hope that newcastle can hold liverpool to a draw or maybe beat them so that your side can win the title but it's been an exciting premier league race i mean if you look at the points this one point separates the top 2 and that shows the massive gulf in class in premier league right now isn't it i mean jurgen klopp's side have to be um uh, you know given that praise that they deserve i mean going to to do with arab money with oil money 
and just trailing by that one solitary point i mean those draws against everton west ham leicester are going to be so crucial for them it's not even the defeats they've just lost one game this season can you believe it just one game and the difference that is going to be between them and the title winning side manchester city are just the draws that goes to show how good liverpool have been throughout the season and their smart investments and their reinforcements i mean klopp was when klopp inherited this side it was in tatters it gave away three points to every team in uh, it was called robin hood but he's gone on and built this side from scratch and taken them to two european finals back to back the europa league where they lost to sevilla the champions league where they lost to real madrid and he's taken them to league cup finals he's taken them so up ahead in the premier league i mean liverpool's model is the one to look out for the other clubs who are pursuing greatness well um we also have the top 4 race that's brewing up and that kind of takes me to tottenham first who travel away to bournemouth and uh, they are on 70 points right now so technically three more points will ensure that they finish third because it's in their handcuff completely and they have everton on the final day so anything can happen there also then turning to the west london rivals chelsea who host watford at the stamford bridge stadium this season this uh, weekend and they are they have they have their own their, the top four fate is in their own hands two wins out of two and they might well as grab that fourth spot and eyeing that fourth spot are two more sides who have been tipsy torvy this season are arsenal and manchester united arsenal at home to brighton and then on to burnley away on the final day and manchester united are away to huddersfield this weekend before they finish their campaign at home to cardiff who are battling relegation so it's all to play for in the premier league the title race is still on the top 4 race is still on and mind you the relegation battle you have between brighton and cardiff cardiff are on 31 points and brighton are on 35 but brighton face manchester city and arsenal in their final two games and cardiff have crystal palace home this weekend and uh, manchester united on the final day but the only possible way that cardiff can stay alive is brighton losing both games and cardiff winning both their games because they also have a inferior goal difference to brighton so brighton all brighton have to hope for is crystal palace turn up this weekend and uh, a draw for cardiff will mean curtains and they will be relegated neil warnock side also to keep you updated we will also be recording the next episode of unofficial var on monday tuesday maybe because manchester city play on a monday night and that could be curtains for their title race as well if liverpool drop points they could be crowned champions with as good as four point lead but it's everything to play for and taking you through germany where bayern munich squandered a great chance in the weekend where uh, bayern bvb lost 4-2 to schalke and um, that results in bayern munich still having a two goal lead who drew to nuremberg 
and Nuremberg could have gone on and won that game, but Bayern survived it. So that race is still on three game weeks away, and BVB are away to Bremen this weekend. Bayern face Hanover 96 at home, but mind you, Bayern Munich have uh, Leipzig and Frankfurt to play, and that's something to look out for in uh, the Bundesliga. I mean, we've seen so many title races across uh, Europe in these seasons but the Bundesliga title race this season has been sensational isn't it and to be very honest to you all it's been great covering uh, the top five leagues in Europe well the Italian league has been decided Juventus are the champions for the eighth consecutive time also you have uh, the French league that's decided PSG retain their crown and uh, the only two leagues that are left now are Premier League and Bundesliga. Well, um, Ajax also play for a potential domestic treble. They are on level on points in the Dutch league. They have a cup game to play and they also have the Champions League semi-final second leg which means they could go to the final and meet Barcelona. It's all to play for in the in netherlands and uh, to wrap things up here on the unofficial var we are sorry for not releasing an episode on tuesday well as i told you we're hungover from the avengers endgame thing um spoiler alert spoiler alert i am iron man and whoo snaps the finger wow <laughs> what a scene that was i mean and the avengers assemble scene so uh, i hope you've uh, loved this episode i mean it's been a quick crisp episode of what's happened in the midweek and what's going to happen in the premier league in the weekend if there's anything else we've missed out let us know also thank you so much to the entire team at hob hopper who's been effortlessly promoting our podcast and giving us a voice we are so so appreciative of your efforts i hope you've listened uh, you've enjoyed listening to the unofficial var we are in for some tweaks coming up in the next season um it's the season ending uh, by the way this month and it's the month of finals you have the europa league final you have the fa cup final you have the champions league final in the june first week you've got so much happening and we are trying as much as possible to give you everything well host prasad bhutkar analyst prasad bhutkar signing out on episode 16 of the unofficial var a hub hopper original here's look here's to looking forward to every one of you on tuesday thank you i hope you enjoyed this hub hopper original podcast if you want to get started with your own show please do get in touch we'd love to have you on board send an email to info at hubhopper.com that's info at hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash we're looking forward to creating some great audio content together